Welcome back to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. We'll be right back with today's guest, but first let's hear from our podcast sponsors. We want to thank Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the AD Toolbox segment. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack also connects you to the 95% of the parents and the student athletes who really love your program. It gives them a voice to help demonstrate the importance that a positive athletic experience has for them. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. If you've never used a survey to take the pulse of your parents or your student athletes, you're really missing out. Talk to the pros at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great. We also want to thank SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and see how better fundraising can make a better program. Our coaches have used SnapRaise and it's just fantastic. Uh, once again, go to snapraise.com and find out the SnapRaise difference. There's no upfront cost. The data is secure. It's easy to use. And most important, it works. Choosing the best fundraiser for you and your group is critical. And the SnapRaise fundraising difference can work for you. Go to snapraise.com and see the thousands and thousands of dollars that their program has raised for athletic directors, coaches, and their teams. Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to snapraise.com and get signed up today. We also want to thank Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams, including some of the best in the world, use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. As a head football coach, I used Huddle for years, and as an athletic director, we were a Huddle school. Our coaches love the online applications, the smart cameras, and the analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's built for you. Whether you're a youth coach, a high school coach, a college coach, or a pro, Huddle can help your organization. You're in pretty good company, like I said. Over 6 million users, including the coaches, you're trying to get to recruit your kids. You want to find out more about how Huddle can help you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors, coaches, and schools are creating world-class marketing content for their school's social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device, and you don't need any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. We use Gipper to uh, make our podcast announcements, and the backdrop you see on our broadcast is a Gipper template. Once again, go to Gipper.com and start creating world-class marketing content. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms, the industry leader in forms and registration, but they're more than that. Final Forms is a team, it's technology, and they provide schools with compliance, communication, and risk management solutions. Final Forms also helps your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They have reminders for parents about policies and physicals and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help with team communication and attendance, uh, can help with certification management for coaches. And for ADs, 
Vital Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. You know, it's time that you talk to a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started with the Final Forms team. We also want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing. Hometown helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you want to find out more about how Hometown Ticketing can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com and talk with their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. We also want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. They are on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles, along with an extensive library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information. Once again, let them help you bring your school's legacy to life. Shoot them an email at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. And we want to say thanks to Sideline Interactive. Their indoor scoring tables and video boards not only raise money for your department, but also create the ultimate game day experience in your gym. Go to sidelineinteractive.com and schedule a live web demo to see their tables and boards in action. You can also email them at sales at sidelineinteractive.com and find out exactly what their fantastic products can do for you. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to another episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, we're going to stay right here in Florida and right here in Lake County. Just go right down the road to Mount Dora Christian Academy. And our guest today is Megan Ziegelhofer. Megan's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian. Uh, we connected uh, this spring when uh, I was an official at the regional track meet that they were hosting an incredible site, a uh, great facility. And if as athletic directors, you know, putting on a, a track meet is uh, an exercise in juggling flaming chainsaws. And it was probably one of the most uh, well-organized meets I've ever been at. Megan Ziegelhofer, welcome to the Educational AD Podcast. Thank you so much for having me. Well, we're excited to uh, hear what's going on uh, on your campus and uh, uh, in your area. So let's just jump right in. We like to let our listeners have a chance to get to know our guests. So give us the Megan Zivelhofer story in about three minutes. You know, where you were born, where you grew up. Uh, take us up to the college years, and then we'll take a break. We'll come back and hear about your career. So uh, what's the Megan Zivelhofer story? All right. So I was born actually in Sanford, Florida. Um, I grew up with both my parents, my mom and dad, both work for the Seminole County Public Schools. Um, I have a younger sister um, who's two and a half years younger than me. I graduated from Seminole High School 
Um, I was actually in the um, first graduating class of their Academy of Health Careers there. Um, so I graduated there in 2003. Um, I played softball my whole life from the time I was about four years old all the way up through my second year in college. Um, I played softball at Seminole, ended up getting a four-ride scholarship to play at what was then uh, Seminole Community College, now Seminole State. Um, so I played there for Courtney, who is still the head coach there. Um, and I played there for two years and ended up having a season ending and career ending uh, hamstring uh, tear that I just couldn't overcome. So that was it for me for my softball career. Um, then I went on to St. Pete College where I studied mortuary science. <laughs> That's uh, my, always my fun fact when I talk to people and they say, give me a fun fact. Uh, I went to mortuary school, so I wanted to be a funeral director. <laughs> That's something uh, you can uh, you can share that with your middle school students. You know, hey, I've got skills. <laughs> yeah. Um, uh, after I finished that, uh, I ended up going and getting another degree in psychology from Kaiser um, and that's a little bit about me. I have uh, a husband and I have three boys. I have a son who is 17. He's going to be a senior this year. Oh, wow. A son who is uh, going to be a freshman who's 14. And then I have a five-year-old son who came much later and uh, he's going to be in kindergarten this year. All three of my boys go here to Mount Dora Christian Academy. Um, so, uh, um. I, I love the stories and my, our regular listeners hear me say that all the time, but I really do. Uh, that's a different experience than what my wife and I uh, had with, with our three kids. You know, we had three kids uh, all in the space of maybe five years or three years. My wife is saying in the background. So uh, that's different having them spread out like that. Any, um, um, you know, any unique uh, perspective on that? You know, now that your oldest is is uh, going to be a senior. Yeah. So the two older boys are are about two and a half years apart. So they they got along like normal siblings. Um, having the five year old brother with them being the age they are now is extremely rewarding. Um, as a parent to see that relationship, they I mean he adores them. Um, they are really good big brothers, and they get to experience a little bit of of all the things that he gets to go through kind of like a parent does because they're older siblings. Um, so that's a really, really neat element. Uh, well, I appreciate you sharing that. Uh, I'm, I'm just trying to imagine that household uh, for our listeners, our guest today. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. He, I said, he also thinks he's a 17 year old high school student. He was pretty much born on this campus. So he knows every single person and he's like the school mascot. <laughs> You'll see him on the sidelines of every game and the basketball gym. So he'd rather be here than home. <laughs> now, now those things I do remember with all of our kids, you know, our, my wife was a coach and we were very fortunate to work uh, together for most of our kids uh, uh, school days career. And so they thought that they owned the school as well. Um, so great. <laughs> Just you're making me laugh uh, thinking of those memories. I'm sure you experienced them too. For our listeners, our guest today is Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy in Mount Dora, Florida, here in Lake County. We're going to take a quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say thanks to Hometown Ticketing for their support. Hometown Ticketing helps thousands of schools and organizations across the country seamlessly provide convenient digital ticketing options for their communities, their families, and their fans. 
Hometown Ticketing is the leading digital ticketing provider to schools and colleges. And if you want to find out more about how they can help you and your program, go to hometownticketing.com and talk to their experts. Hometown Ticketing, simple and easy online ticketing. Welcome back, everyone. Our guest is Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy in Mount Dora, Florida. Megan, you had an interesting undergrad experience, uh, but uh, in the world of athletics, we're all glad you didn't uh, follow that uh, funeral director path. Talk a little bit about the, your educational path and share a little bit um, about uh, making that decision to come over to the other side of the desk as an AD. So my career, when I, my kids were younger, I worked a lot in youth athletics, actually ran uh, the youth athletic programs in the city of Umatilla um, and got involved uh, heavily in Pop Warner football um, when my son was very young, um, ended up serving on, on the Mid-Florida board and things like that. And I spent a, a good part of, of 10 years on the sidelines being a football commissioner. Um, and so that's how I got involved in, in youth athletics outside of being an athlete. Um, which gave me the opportunity to um, come to Mount Dora Christian Academy. I actually had um, gotten in contact with a coach who I wanted to come and coach my junior midget team, who was a former high school football coach and had a son that age. And he flipped the script on me and said, well, I have, I've just taken the position as athletic director at Mount Dora Christian, and I want you to come coach softball for me. So I was like, oh, let me go check this place out. Um, and when I came over, I immediately fell in love with the people and the school um, and was hired on as elementary PE teacher. So I started out here in 2015 um, with an offer to be the softball coach and then immediately got a job as the PE coach. And so I worked um, for two years in elementary PE as Coach Z. That's where I got my, my name. And so the kids didn't have to call me Coach Ziegelhofer, they called me Coach Z, and that has stuck. Um, and so I worked there for two years and then transitioned um, into the secondary school where I worked as a middle school PE and health occupation teacher. And I served as the assistant athletic director over women's sports. So um, for most of, of the time here before becoming the AD, I was the assistant athletic director and I handled all of our events chili cook-off, golf tournament, stuff like that, and then women's sports. Um, in January of 2018, our AD took a position at Liberty University, um, and I was asked to step in as interim. Um, I think he had it all planned out for me. He always knew that that was what I wanted to do, and so um, I stepped in as interim and then was hired on full-time um, that next year. So... You know, uh, you talk about some of those duties that you did as an assistant AD or the director of women's sports uh, that aren't on the, let's say, the the top of everyone's mind who goes into athletic administration. They know there's coaching and scheduling games, and maybe even they think about transportation. But all those other events, you know, like you mentioned, you know, barbecues and golf tournaments and things like that, uh, had to have been an invaluable experience once you became the AD. Absolutely. Absolutely. And I had a lot of, of, of connections and relationships with people in the community and, and also people here on campus. Our school is very different than 
uh, most other even private schools because we have a children's home. So uh, in 76 years, this served originally as an orphanage. And so we have a whole social services team that work here on campus. And so we have a full development office that raises the funds to be able to um, help those single parents and those um, kids who, who live here in our, in our dorm situation. So that was, that was a unique opportunity to meet those people. So when I became the AD, I didn't have to network. I already had those. Yeah. And, and again, my career, at least in Florida, it was primarily been at private schools and, you know, uh, it, it is a little bit different than, you know, the other schools. You mentioned your kids go there. So it, it's, it can be a, a real uh, family, you know, experience, you know, very cool. Our guest on today's episode is Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy. We're going to take another break, but we will be back. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Final Forms. Final Forms is the industry leader in registration, but they're more than that. Final Forms can help your stakeholders with things like mobile accessibility. They have reminders for parents about policies, about physicals, and all the forms that go with athletics. Final Forms can also help with team communication and attendance and even certification management for coaches. And for athletic directors, Final Forms can help with eligibility, with rosters, and all the reports that come across your desk. And it does this with secure language translation. You know, it's time that you talked with a team that's walked in your shoes. To take the next steps and find out what Final Forms can do for you, go to finalforms.com forward slash Jake. That's finalforms.com forward slash Jake to get started on the Final Forms team. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Megan Ziegelhofer from Mount Dora Christian Academy. Megan, we always like to give our guests the opportunity to give a little shout out to the mentors that they've had during their career. None of us get here on our own. There's usually a, a couple of people helping us. The expression I like to use is, I still hear those voices in my head. So uh, do you have any voices that you still hear? Uh, I do. Uh, the number one is is my mom. Um my mom is literally one of the hard, hardest working people I know. Um, like I said, that mo both my parents were in the school board growing up. So my mom worked on the same campus that I did when I was younger. Um, and I got to experience all that as an employee's kid. And, you know, she refereed and did all kinds of things. And so um, she taught me like the, the importance of, of work ethic and, you know, it really ingrained that into me. And so I owe a lot of, I, I'm my biggest critic and I, I am a perfectionist. And a lot of that is because, you know, she always ingrained, you know, do your best at everything that you do all the time. And so definitely, definitely have to uh, say that I got a lot of that from my mom. Um, also my grandfather, her dad um, was a huge influence in my life growing up. Um, he always believed in me from the second I was born. He has lots and lots of grandkids, but for some reason he always followed me in every career that I took and every softball team that I played on. And, um, you know, he, he thought that I could hang the moon. And so I, I always, uh, appreciated him for, for being that person for me. Yeah. It's always great to hear about, you know, the family members that, you know, have an influence that, uh, again, you, you continually hear those voices. If you're talking to a kid or a coach or a parent, you know, really appreciate you sharing that with us. Once again, for our listeners, our guest is Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director 
at Mount Dora Christian Academy, very successful program in Mount Dora, Florida. We're going to take another break. I know that's a big surprise, but we need to say thanks to our sponsors. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thanks to Gipper. Go to gipper.com and see how athletic directors, coaches, and schools are creating world-class marketing content for their school social media channels. You can do it in seconds on any device and without needing any design experience. It's so easy, even I can do it. We use Gipper to promote our podcast episodes. Uh, also, my backdrop is a Gipper template. So go to gipper.com, talk to their experts, and start creating world-class marketing content for your school's social media channel. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Our guest is Megan Ziggelhoff. Megan, we were talking during the break. Uh, normally, this is the point where we have athletic directors share their journey with the State AD Association, which for us is FIAAA and of course the NIAAA. And you mentioned that you were just kind of starting your journey. So go ahead and share that with our listeners. I am. So I actually met Jake um, before the state uh, of field meet. I uh, met him. Sorry, I had a So I met Jake at a independent schools um, conference that I attended with our head of school and our admissions coordinator and um, sat through and listened all about the NIAAA and I, I was very excited about it. And so I immediately started looking into it. So I'm, I'm just now new in my in my journey with that, but I'm really excited to continue and, and go all the way. Um, and at that, I picked up his book, The Athletic Director's Toolbox, which was awesome, you know, being a relatively new AD and, and just some things that in there that I find um, that I use on a daily basis, especially the part about relationships. Uh, it's, a, it's a big, huge part of what I do here um, at, at Mount Dora Christian Academy. Um, so I'm really excited about about getting more heavily involved in the curriculum and, and learning all that I can can learn. Well, I'm going to put you on the spot here, Megan. Uh, the 2022 National Conference is going to be in Nashville in December. Have you registered yet? I have not, but I am very good friends with the uh, athletic director at Foundation Academy, and her and I have discussed in in very great detail that we would both like to attend. So, okay, well, it, when I see you there in Nashville, okay, we'll look each other up, and I will buy each of you your first beverage uh, that evening. How's that? Excellent. That sounds good. Okay. Um, you also mentioned uh, again during the break that you're. You, while you're just starting your journey with NIAAA, you're already very heavily involved with our state association on the advisory committee. So share a little bit about that. I am. Um, when the advisory um, position opened, I was like, what the heck? I, I want to sit at the table. I want to see what goes into all of this. Like I, I'm always looking to improve or be a part of, of the improvement and especially educating um people on private schools and how they work um, because there's a, a predisposed notion on what, how, what goes on at these schools and things like that. And so just having a seat at the table to be a voice for the 40 plus schools that I represent was an awesome opportunity. And I thought, what the heck? And I ended up um, being awarded the seat. And so I serve now as the uh, private school section two um, committee member on the FHSA athletic dresser advisory committee. 
Very cool. I was uh, very fortunate to be a part of that committee for a number of years. And uh, I, I think it's probably the most important committee because we get, or now you get, uh, all the recommendations from the sport advisory committees made up of coaches uh, for you know rule changes or modifications. And then the ADAC, you're the ones that kind of filter that and make that decision of whether or not it goes on to the board uh, for adoption or, or not adoption. So uh, again, a very important step. Um, what's one of the more uh, exciting or interesting things you guys have discussed uh, say this past year? Oh, well, definitely the football, uh, the, the football classifications was a, a lot of our, of our topics. Also the, uh, the shot clock. Um, that was a, a big topic of discussion and, how that works and how schools afford it and, you know, what, who's going to run it and all those kind of things. And so those are two neat things that I was able to be a part of. Um, yeah. For our list. Oh, go ahead. I'm sorry. Yeah. Oh, I was going to say for our listeners, if, if I'm sure you might have the same challenges in your state, but in Florida, uh, realignment and classification, you know, they come up every couple of years and, the the football coaches we love them and i was a football coach for my whole career but the football coaches at the big schools it's almost like many of them feel like it's their birthright to go to the playoffs and rather than hey i'm just going to coach kids and, and we're going to do the best we can uh and trying to manipulate the system so they can end up in the play it's just it was probably one of the more, I'm not going to say frustrating, but one of the more interesting discussions that would come up. Uh, so Megan, your thoughts, again, I'm putting you on the spot here. It was definitely interesting to hear it from the large public school uh, football coaches all the way down to the rural area football coaches and how these classifications would affect them. Um, mm -hmm. it, it was just so much time and effort went into doing this and it nothing is perfect but it was like we were treading water consistently saying like we need something we need something we need something and at some point you got to try something and if it doesn't work then you revamp it but um, I was really glad that they made a decision and I know that it affected some people negatively but for the greater good like I think this will be a starting point of the future not just for football but maybe for other sport classifications as well. No, you're right. It, it was time to make a change. It was time to make a decision. We're going to see how it all plays out. And I appreciate you, you know, being there on the front lines, you know, dealing with that. For our listeners, our guest is Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy here in Florida. We're going to take another quick break, but we'll be back with some more. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to Huddle. Remember, at Huddle, we power sports. Over 200,000 teams use Huddle to help the performance of their athletes using video and analytics. Huddle's the complete performance platform. They have online tools. They have smart cameras. They've always had analytics, but there's so much more. Huddle's also built for every level of play, from club and youth teams all the way through high school and college programs, and even the pros use Huddle to help their athletes perform at the highest level. You're in pretty good company with over 6 million users, including the coaches, the college teams, you're trying to get to recruit your kids. You want to find out more about what Huddle can do for you and your program and how your school can become a Huddle school, go to huddle.com and talk to their professionals. Remember, at Huddle, 
We Power Sports. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Megan, one of the things we try to do with the podcast is this idea of sharing best practices. So one more time, I'm going to put you on the spot. What are some things that you do at Mount Dora with your kids, your coaches, your programs that when you take a step back, you can say with equal parts, pride and humility, boy, we really do a great job with this. Uh, do you have any best practices? So I will have to say number one for me is if you know me at all, I am an over communicator. I don't want people to come here and not know where to go, what to do, who to talk to, where to pay, any of that. And so every school that visits our campus receives um, two to three emails prior to coming here. Um, that's for every single sport. And that explains every aspect of every question that you could think of um, from where to park um, to where to purchase your tickets um, to if you're a team, you know, where to set up locker room facilities, bathroom facilities, the campus map, um, all of those kind of things. I actually contribute that to COVID um, because we had to communicate that that way when COVID started. And so I developed um, along with a group of other athletic directors, um, basically a document that goes out to every school that comes and it has all the information. Um, and so it has something they can share with their parents so that, you know, it's, it's very easy. Now, let me ask you a question. Uh, as an AD, I would do versions. I consider myself an over-communicator. I didn't do that, but I, I think we did a good job, but um, I got a lot of those from other athletic directors and you're absolutely right. They're very cool. Now, let me ask you this. How many times do you get a school where the coach shows up and they have absolutely no clue because the athletic director didn't communicate that to them? Um, it, it happens. Uh, it, it does. Um, now, once schools come here and they're familiar, then they already know what to do, especially, I mean, we host between 14 to 16 track meets a year. And so we have schools coming from all over Florida. And once they've been there once, then they know what to do. And so it's not a question anymore, but um, we use S2 Pass um, as an app for our online ticketing. And so that is a little bit of a process that we like to get that information out in advance so that by the time that they arrive, that they have their app downloaded and their ticket purchased and all of that. And so I do have a lot of times where people will show up and say, I don't know anything about anything. And I'm like, well, not for lack of trying. <laughs> no, absolutely. You know, but again, those are the exceptions. I'm sure uh, it, it is a really cool document. It was just, I was lazy. It was more work than I wanted to do. Okay. We're going to do this at the end of the podcast, but if one of our listeners wanted to reach out, pick your brain a little bit, find out how to put on a, a first class track meet or other athletic event, what's the best way that they can get a hold of you? Um, email is probably the best way I do have social media. So, um, I, I do have a social media presence as well on Twitter and, um, Facebook and Instagram. Um, but my email address is megan.sigglehoffer at mdcacademy.org. So that would be the best, the best way I check my email like 10,000 times a day. So, <laughs> okay. and we'll give that email out again at the end of the, uh, uh, podcast. Uh, our guest is, uh, Megan Ziegelhoffer. She's from Mount Dora Christian Academy. We're going to take another break, but there's more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We also want to say thank you to SnapRaise. Go to snapraise.com and find out how their fundraising platform can help you and your coaches. Snapraise.com, better fundraising makes better programs. SnapRaise has no upfront cost. The data is secure. 
You can track participation and what's best, it actually works. Choosing the best fundraising program for you and your group is critical and the snap raise fundraising difference can be a winner. Our coaches use SnapRaise and it was fantastic. And if you go to snapraise.com, you'll see the testimonials of hundreds of coaches that have raised thousands and thousands of dollars using the SnapRaise platform. Change your fundraising game plan and start a fundraiser that works for you. Go to snapraise.com for more information. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Um, Megan, uh, I've been, uh, or I was, an athletic director for 41 years. And so that means I went to high school and college uh, back in the 70s, probably before you were born. Uh, back then, you know, our coaches would say things like, uh, come on, Jake, you got to suck it up. Or come on, Jake, you got to be tough. And we pretty much knew what they meant, and we did it. In the years since... Uh, we have figured out much better ways to communicate to kids and student athletes. Uh, but I still feel that toughness is an important aspect of sports and of life. So my question to you is, how can an athletic director or leader help kids to become tough while also being sensitive to the very real challenges that a Generation Z kid experiences that I never had to experience. Uh, do you have any advice for us? I mean, I guess it really just depends on what your definition of tough is. Um, I think that um, we have a mantra here, a mantra here that we talk to the kids about, about overcoming adverse conditions, adverse situations, and adverse relationships. Um, kids these days don't know how to communicate for themselves. They don't know how to talk to people. Um, and so I am, I'm a big advocate for if they have an issue to, you know, have a conversation and, and, and address that head on and being mentally tough is a lot more important than being physically tough. Um, showing them what work ethic looks like and building their work ethic and the importance of that makes them tough, um, as an athlete, as a human being. Um, and so being able to work through situations and, and work through it with them um, really creates a, a tough kid, a tough athlete, um, because most of it is, is mental and, and not so much as, you know, being physically strong or, you know, physically able to do things. It's, it's the mental aspect of it that, you know, helps the importance of your game and your, your life in general. It, you're, you're so right. It, it's about communicating and defining you know, what you want them to do, uh, I guess, defining and then communicating it. Um, and as you alluded to, you know, having that relationship with them where you can make high demands. And I love that three pronged uh, mantra that you shared. Uh, do that. Share that one more time with our listeners. Adverse conditions, adverse situations and adverse relationships, overcoming those three things. Yeah. I, again, three things that, you know, everyone experiences maybe on a daily basis, but very different and different techniques and different applications. Very, very cool stuff. Uh, we're going to take another break. Uh, we've got a few more to do. Uh, our guest has been Megan Ziegelhofer. She's the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy here in Florida. We'll be back with some more. Please stay with us. This is the Educational AD Podcast. We want to say Thank you to Sideline Interactive, their indoor scoring tables and video boards. 
not only create revenue for your department, but also create the ultimate game day experience for your student athletes. We were one of the first schools in Florida to have a sideline interactive indoor score table, and it was just fantastic. We used it for games. We used it for pep rallies. We also used it for signing ceremonies. Very cool device, and the customer service, customer support was just fantastic. Go to sidelineinteractive.com or shoot them an email at sales at sidelineinteractive.com to find out more information. That's sales at sidelineinteractive.com. Welcome back, everyone, to the Educational AD Podcast. Uh, Megan, we, you and I were talking during the break. You know, I spent the majority of my career at private schools and Christian schools similar to, to Mount Dora Christian. And almost all of our kids are going to be going on to college, but uh, not all of them are going to be participating in college athletics. You shared that you have uh, your school has quite a successful uh, placement rate for getting kids uh, who want to uh, compete at the next level uh, and finding a fit for them. Uh, share a little bit about that. It was uh, very interesting. So this is a huge passion of mine um, and something that I, I focus a, a lot of time and effort into. In this day and age, um, you know, everybody wants to play division one something or another, and it's just not realistic. And so we start at a very early age, even as early as eighth grade, meeting with these student athletes to discuss what are your goals? What do you want to do in your end game? Um, and then putting some things in, in place to allow them to be successful. Um, you know, in, in the last five years here at Mount Dora Christian Academy, I have um, over 45 kids playing on college rosters. And that seems like a small number, but when you graduate about 50 every year, um, it's about 35% of each of our senior class. Um, and some from the division one level to, we have kids at military academies all the way to the community college level. And it's just really having those intimate conversations and realistic conversations um, about you know, what they wanna do and where they wanna go. Um, I'm huge on relationship building. Um, I have a relationship, I know almost every single student athlete on this campus outside of just their name. Uh, I, I get to know, you know, I do weekly grade checks two times a week. I check every single athlete in season or out from sixth through 12th grade. Um, and so I know, you know, what makes them tick. And so that has been a huge part of, you know, when you're a private school, people always wanna know like what sets you apart. I think the investment in a child um, and when they know that you're invested, they're a, a lot more um, invested in themselves and they seem to work a lot harder um, than a kid who just kind of, you know, floats through and, you know, it's just building relationships with kids has, I have seen wonders happen, um, especially when it's, when it comes to the college placement. You're absolutely right. And again, it, you, you hit that it's academics first, you know, you, the, they've got to have the academics or they're not a student athlete, which is what we're all about, you know, at, at the high school level, but going on to that next level collegiately, you know, the academic demands are not going to get any easier. And so finding the right fit for the student, their academic skills, their uh, athletic uh, aspirations you know, that, that's key. And it sounds like you really hit on a, a, a well-run machine here to uh, keep your kids placed properly. 
I focus heavily on accountability. Um, I'm, I'm big on, on putting it back, but putting the ball back in their court. Um, first part of being a student athlete is being a student. And so I constantly remind them of that. Um, if they fall below a 70% in any subject, we're going to figure out why are you struggling and you need help or are you slacking? And there needs to be some consequences from the athletic side, because if you want to play college athletics, it is a full-time job and you need to know that before going in. Um, we have a, a young man here at Mount Dora Christian Academy who has now been offered by three of the military academies. And he is an outstanding athlete in general, but he is high character and high academics. And I tell kids like people, when they come here as a college coach, they already know what type of athlete you are. They wanna know what is your character and what are your grades? Um, so I, I'm constantly, I teach them as a ninth grader, what your core GPA means and how to, um, put it in. We have a system. Every kid has a folder on Google drive where their information is in there. So if a college coach comes here and says, you know, what's your core GPA? They're like, I'm like, I don't know what that is. Um, we make them test, uh, SAT and ACT at a young age and, and try to increase that score as they go along. And so just putting all of that into perspective, even if they don't do college athletics just in life in general um to prepare them super important oh absolutely and uh, again those good athletes as you know you know they're a dime a dozen but good student athletes that's what those colleges are looking for they don't want to waste their time on somebody that's going to come in and not be able to meet the academic rigor that their school offers and Again, as you know, there's so many more academic-based scholarships than athletic-based scholarships out there. High school sports is great. You know, don't get me wrong. I, I made a career out of it. But um, for those that want to continue to to play at that next level, um, having the academic chops as well as the athletic skills can really open up a lot of doors. Very cool stuff. I think as you uh, move along your NIAAA path, you've got a ready-made CMAA project right there. Okay. Very cool. Megan Ziegelhofer, this has been very cool spending some time with you, getting to know you a little bit more, but we're not done yet. We always wrap up with the athletic director's toolbox. And uh, we've already established your veteran AD and you know your way around the world of athletics. But when we come back, we're going to ask you to send out a brand new AD on their very first job. But we're only going to let you put three things in their toolbox. So we're going to take a quick break here from athletic surveys who sponsor the toolbox segment. And then when we come back, we're going to find out what Megan Ziegelhofer is going to put in her athletic director toolbox. Please stay with us. This is the educational AD podcast. We want to thank athletic surveys by Lifetrack for sponsoring the athletic director toolbox segment. Athletic surveys by Lifetrack are a quick, easy, and affordable way for you to collect comprehensive data that allows you to evaluate and improve your entire athletic program. Athletic Surveys also gives you access to the 95% of the parents and the student-athletes who really love your program. The feedback's going to be good, but it also helps you identify that squeaky wheel parent. So you're giving them a chance to vent, and you're also maybe finding out about a minor problem that you can address so it doesn't turn into a major problem because you didn't know about it because you didn't do the survey. Go to athleticsurveys.com or email them at info at athleticsurveys.com to get started. Talk to the folks at Athletic Surveys by Lifetrack and let them help you take your athletic program from good to great.
Well, it's that time. We've been visiting with Megan Ziegelhofer, the athletic director at Mount Dora Christian Academy here in Florida. Megan, um, what three tools are going to go into your athletic director toolbox? Okay, so I have four. Um, the first one would be uh, that relationships are the key. Um, relationships with your students, relationships with your parents, relationships with your coaches. Um, I always see myself as a coach's AD, and I think it's just super important to be an advocate for them and to make sure that that all they have to do is show up and coach. Um, and so I would say that relationships is my number one tool in my toolbox. Um, number two would be consistency in procedures, processes, and communication. Being consistent um, across the board in how you communicate and, and what your processes and the procedures are and being able to you know, that transition to, if something happens to you and somebody has to walk in, like somebody could do my job just coming in here because of the things I've put in place um, as far as, you know, my processes and procedures. And so that to me is really super important and something that we didn't have before um, that I've spent a lot of time building um, because it, it helps people know, they know what to expect. They know, you know, how you're going to do things and, and the way that we expect things to be done. So um, that is tool number two. Um, tool number three, which I need to take some advice of my own is, uh, balancing your life. Um, because I don't do this well. Um, I never want to let anyone down. And so I, I work 90 hours a week and I, you know, I open the gym every time a kid wants to come in. Um, but I have realized my husband had a heart attack in, uh, March and yeah, 39 years old, former college athlete, no prior health conditions. And he had a, a heart attack and had to have two stents put in. And so that oh, was a goodness check for me um, in what is important. And, you know, I've, I've been on the sidelines of every game my kid has ever played in his entire life from Pop Warner all the way through now being a senior in high school football, I'm going to go to the collegiate level and I'm talking to defensive coordinators and doing his recruiting. And, um, you know, I really, really want to focus this year. And I've asked my administration, like, I want to be a mom. I want to be able to watch my son play football um, and, and to do balancing your, your life and, and taking that time for your kids and your husband and, and taking time away. Um, I'm still learning how to do that. Um, but it's something that I do know um, after my experience in March that it's, it's really important. Um, and my final tool is sticky notes. It's actually a physical tool. Uh, I can't function without sticky notes. And uh, my entire office is covered with them. And so sticky notes for me is a huge thing. When I'm done with a, with a task that I have to do, I pull it off and throw it away. I have sticky notes all over my computer monitor. Um, but sticky notes are a, are a big uh, plus for me as an AD. Uh, people would come into my office and they would see, you know, my desk would be sort of kind of organized, but on the floor, I would have this document, this paper, this book. I would just tell them that was my extended desk. Okay. So uh, I, I feel, yeah. Okay. I love the sticky notes. Yeah, and my kids love the sticky notes now as a result of that. Uh, all of my student athletes leave me sticky notes. If you see in my office, those are all former former students and, and, and kids that leave me sticky notes on my computer because they know that's how my brain works. So <laughs> I love it. Okay. Uh, when you want when listeners, when you watch the YouTube video, you'll be able to see Megan's office. Very cool. Okay. Megan, this again, this has been really, really cool. Um one more time, if if one of our listeners wanted to reach out and pick your brain, what's the best way they can get a hold of you? Uh, email is the best way to get a hold of me. Um, 
megan.zigglehofer at mdcacademy.org. Megan Ziegelhofer from Mount Dora Christian Academy. Thanks so much for being on the podcast and all the best uh, with the coming uh, school year. Yes. Thank you so much for having me. It was awesome. Uh, It's been a lot of fun. For our listeners, uh, the Zoom recordings of all of these interviews get uploaded to the Educational AD Podcast YouTube channel. We appreciate you listening today. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. And before we go, we want to say thanks to Wall of Fame by Vital Signs. Remember, they're on a mission to bring your school's legacy to life. They've got a variety of interactive touchscreen video consoles and an entire library of templates to help recognize the athletic achievements of your students, both past and present. Let them help you showcase your school's diverse history and your proudest moments and go to vitalsignswalloffame.com. You can also email them at sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com for more information. That's sales at vitalsignswalloffame.com. I hope you've enjoyed this episode of the Educational AD Podcast. Come back just about every day for new content on the Educational AD Podcast. We'll see you next time. Mm -hmm.